some chicken today what's that from <laughs> you have no. no idea I think it's a commercial anyways it's a wheel episode it's the wheel wheel <laughs> of the world carry on what anyone carry on mm, absolutely anyone? not now every single wheel episode i'm gonna have a new wheel song that's very impressive Thank the more you. we have of these the more i'm excited to see the wheel yeah. songs that you feel pull out my brain literally just went to wheels on the bus see? go around yeah the last time it was wheels on the bus and jesus take the wheel two carrie underwood wheel songs i thought you meant wheels on the bus okay okay i did i said wheels on the bus no 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 i thought you meant wheels on the bus was a carrie underwood song oh. and i was like oh danielle Rip. no it's a nursery rhyme so morgan what is our wheel about today yes our wheel today is called the circle of influence <laughs> and do you just casually know about this or? no no i'm in school right now guys i'm in my master's and i am in this class and right now we're talking about systems theories which basically is theories about how the environment affects people's in the system that they're a part of and how the system can have an impact so this session is built off of Brunners, Brunners. Morgan doesn't know how to say that, um, ecological considerations. It's a systems theory that starts from the microsystem and goes to the chronosystem. So I'm going to explain to you what the theory is and then I'm going to explain to you how the session functions. So this theory is based on your microsystem, which is yourself and everything around you, your mesosystem, which is how everything around you interacts with each other, your exosystem, which is things like your race, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, your macro system, which is laws and policy and the cultural norms and societal norms, and then your chrono system, which is time itself and how it functions at your age. So this circle of influence definitely boils that down a lot to be able to impact people's self-awareness, their self-expression, their identity, and to have this activity or intervention where they can better experience what their identity looks like and how they are affected by the things around them. Super impactful with teens and young adults when we're looking at mental health, impactful with individuals when we're just looking at establishing identity and recognizing stress or behavior patterns that might be problematic or just understanding oneself. I could see this being super impactful with adults. It does take more complex thought and the ability to reflect, so I wouldn't necessarily use it with younger individuals or with individuals that are midst a manic episode or like deep in a thought disorder that could keep them from being able to think abstractly because it is an abstract exercise. So looking at the actual exercise, we start in the middle. So basically you would have an individual fill out this sweet little bullseye worksheet and write things about themselves. So it's me and the people around me. So me, I love nature. So Morgan, nature lover, I'm a musician, all of those things. And then I would go out one circle and I'd talk about my microsystem, which is everything actually around me. So it starts with the person and then it goes to the microsystem. I would list Danielle. I would list other people I work with. I would list some of my best friends. I would list my kitty, those kinds of things. And then a little different than the systems theory, it branches out to an area. So I would list places that I go, environments that I'm a part of. So that would be my school that I go to, that would be my job where I work, that would be the place where I live and where I am currently sitting in Danielle's guest bedroom. <laughs> and then one more, I talk or I write what society's influence looks like. So 
the implications about body norms or what my mental illness looks like in society. Just short little tidbits of messages or things you feel like you hear. This section is prefaced, should have said this, sorry guys, is prefaced by some music listening. So I would prime this with an intro, a question for the group, just like a typical intro question, just what kind of music are they into basically. And typically I like to ask, what's the song you've most recently listened to? And then we talk about it. What does this song say about you? What does it say about your environment? Does it say anything about yourself or your environment? And then I would help them to kind of fill out areas of this circle of influence that they connect with. So after we fill it out and we look at it, we would dive deeper into music. Maybe they can think of a song that they connect to in a specific circle. So for me, when I think of my family or my friends, maybe I think of the song You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story. And that would be a song we would play and talk about how we are influenced by that circle and by our relationships from the in out. So I, of course, have songs that are listed like Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers or Let It Go by James Bay that I have preset that can go in each circle and we can identify with. But I really encourage my clients and my patients to take control of this, to think of songs they relate to in each area and to tell me about them. And we play them in group and we discuss them like a short lyric analysis. So... After that, (laughs) we go to the songs that we relate to the most, and basically, I would have them choose one song that they relate to on each level. So one song that tells you about me, one song that tells you about the people that are around me, one song that tells me about my physical surroundings, you could pick anything, your home, your school, whatever, and one song about the world around you. This could be songs that are about how you feel in those places, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about society, or they could be songs that are political, that are recognize a struggle that you experience based on different parts of your identity and the things around you. Again, I said this is a very abstract session, so it's a lot of that that higher thinking, but it can be simplified quite a bit. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. How did this go when you did the intervention? Yeah. It went well. So I'll tell you, I started really music heavy, which is kind of how I function as a therapist. I think music is our primer. And so I really started with basically playing one song for each section. So I explained basically the microsystem to you guys, but I didn't say microsystem to my friends. And I played a song that some of them might identify with. And then we pulled something out we identified with from the song. I played the same for the people around me or people around them. Kind of the same thing. We'd pull something out for each. And then we sat together and we processed what the circle of influence looked like. It's cool because my kids struggled in a really appropriate way. So it's very interesting because sometimes I like to bring these higher level skills into group and I want them to do it and I want to give them the opportunity to struggle a little bit and cope with it actively in group or if they're struggling to ask questions and be like, I don't understand and to reinforce them communicating because realistically this is a hard topic. Maybe they aren't aware of their surroundings or they haven't broken through that glass to see the things around them yet and they're actively trying to do it, but it's really heady and it's emotional and it's hard. And so that was probably my favorite thing about this session is I had some kids that ran with it and loved it and some kids that were like, 
this is a really big topic and my brain hurts. And I'm like, yes, it is a big topic. Can we pick out one thing at a time and talk through it? And I was able to empower them with the coping skills that I know about them or that we discussed to help them manage the activity and basically reinforce the other things they were learning in other groups. I love that. Yeah. And this, and just to give context, this was in our outpatient Yes, group. I didn't give context. This was in our, we have a partial hospitalization group that we do. And this was with those teens. It was with, I want to say like six teenage patients. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. One thing you said earlier, about the intervention itself was um, you would let them pick a song and play it. Mm -hmm. How, as a music therapist, do you go about that? Because I've been Mm. um, warned, right? Like, we don't want to play any songs that are triggering or, like, if you don't even know the song and it's, like, really inappropriate. Absolutely. How do you go about um, filtering through? Absolutely. So you have to be, or I have to be very tactful about when I ask what their song choices are and when I play them. So typically when I would prime the music, prime the session with music, I often get, can you play this? Can you play this? Like it triggers other songs. I write those songs down and I keep them. And then whenever I get to the point where I'm telling, asking them to tell me songs they relate to and we're going to play them, I ask them to give them to me. And typically I vet the songs while they're trying to fill out this circle of influence. It's heady and hard because typically it takes a while. And I play some environmental music on my speaker or if I can look and play some just like general vamping music on my guitar, I'll literally vamp for a second and then I'll like type, 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 vamp, type, type, type. And I just vet lyrics. And if the lyrics are good, even if the style of music is interesting, (laughs) I, or not interesting, but could be potentially triggering to others, I will, as long as the lyrics are good, I'll just vet it and say, okay, we're good to go. But I'll always give them the warning that if something were to come up in the song they are safe to leave please feel empowered to take care of themselves and to step out if you need a break if you need the song to be quieter you can also tell me because some songs have higher bass and that can be activating for other individuals but which is perfect because it actually goes back to our rules wheel episode right? of like creating a safe space mm-hmm. and making sure we set up the rules so like they have the the door to leave if absolutely. they need to in these kinds of sessions absolutely because this can either become very reflective or patients can shut down I think both are very telling about where people are in their treatment process and and are both very valuable. So I want to validate them wherever they are and give them kind of this safety to experience music therapy as they need. Yeah, I love that. And I can easily see this in um, on an individual level. Oh, yeah. Like, and you can even vet it out even more, which I think is the beauty. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's a topic that like you and I have talked about that I've had to even process through. Like, what does this even mean? Because mm-hmm. it's a master's level course that you're learning this stuff through. So it's yeah. really neat that you're able to put it on the level of the patient's. I'm trying. That's the best way my brain can learn. I will tell you guys, when you look at it on our website, because this will be accessible for you to see if you choose to, you can eliminate circles. So the younger the child, the less abstract they can think typically. So I would even say as adaptability looking at this, you could easily eliminate the circle of society or like that very far out abstract circle that they might not be aware of. I had some kids in my group, they were like, I literally don't understand what this means. And I kind of tried to paint them a picture of like cultural norms or like not really cultural norms, I say like societal norms, or like things you feel like people expect of you in society without anyone really telling you. And they're like, what? And I was like, color it out. You don't have to fill out that section if you don't feel connected to it. I want this to be an expression and representation of you, Danielle. Mm. And so definitely use it as you will. I'll tell you, kids also, at least in my experience, specifically patients in group, when I tell them to mark something out or color it out, they're like, oh, heck yeah. And they're like, and like mark it out completely. And I think one of them ended up just basically doodling and coloring. But theirs was very cool because instead of writing a friend's name they wrote like a little doodle that represented their friend and I thought that was really cool yeah I love the flexibility that you're giving in this and I think that 
as music therapists, we should always hold flexibility, especially in groups, because kids are just going to identify with things different ways. Absolutely. So I think making it adaptable, that's the big word, Mm -hmm. um, is key. Absolutely. Especially when you're working with these big abstract contexts, these big abstract concepts. Concepts. Thank you. I want to give them so much room to not feel shame for not understanding, but to say, okay, my brain doesn't understand and decide, do I want to put more effort in this or do I need to use a coping skill to manage where I'm at? I'm okay with either option and I I strive to help my patients know that. That's great. Awesome. Guys, you can find this intervention at mtptpod.com slash the wheel, I think. Don't quote me on that. Let's just go to mtptpod.com. Just go to the website. It's right there. Yeah. And then um, go to the wheel. This will be on sale on our website for a low cost. And you guys can have all of the um, activities that Morgan created as long as, or as well as like the task analysis, exactly how to do the intervention, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Let us know how it goes if you end up using it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.